0: How's the gum? Is it good? It's a different color today. It's not Nicorette. It's bubble pay- gum. Bubble gum. Even louder. He found an even louder piece of gum for the podcast. <laughs> I'm Nikki Bond, and my absentee rock and roll dad has just recently come back into my life. So now I have to try and teach him how to be a father because he has no clue. Here we are. Here we are. Am I exhausted? Absolutely. Why? Because I just spent so many hours cutting the gum chewing out of this upcoming episode. This is... Whoa, Dad. If you chew fucking bubblelicious one more time on this episode, I swear to God, who knew a 65-year-old man still liked to chew bubblicious and blow bubbles still. Oh no. Now we know he really is a 12 year old. If this is your first time listening, I'm Nikki Bonn, and I'm the one with the daddy issues. Who's begging her dad to love her. He loves me, but just step up to the plate, be the parent, stop chewing gum into the mic, understand the concept. What else am I trying to get him to do? Not make me repeat myself all the time. Uh, a lot there's a lot of goals with this podcast but basically it's to get him to act more like my dad and change so I don't have to be the parent in this relationship anymore okay if you missed the last episode though we actually went through a list of all the things that it takes to be a good parent. I found it on a blog, and it was creepy as fuck. It was creepy as fuck. I'm gonna be honest. Um, maybe we'll take some of the we'll take some of the suggestions, the activities, but, yeah, suggestions about how to prove your love to them did not like. I'm definitely gonna report it to child services. It's weird. It, all right. We also went through text messages that caused my dad a lot of anxiety, and we read them to each other the way that we perceived them. So my dad read it back to me in my voice how he thought I was saying it, and I read it back how I thought he was saying it, which just it just goes to show like don't express your emotions through texts and emails. However, I love to do that. My favorite is to do that. The only way I've ever— reached out to my dad and confronted him has been through emails. We talk about that. And my dad didn't want to read the emails on the podcast because it was too painful for him. But me, I'm a comic. I am used to pain. So I will be reading them and posting them on my Patreon. I got a Patreon. And that's where I'm going to post all the embarrassing and vulnerable and too raw things that, uh, We wouldn't post on, uh, we wouldn't make a part of the podcast. Patreon.com slash NikkiBond. And you can hear me read emails like this. Dad, that was a really rude email. It actually just made me cry. It's a little bit dramatic. I've been trying to keep in touch with you and I write you. And some of these emails, you don't even write me back. And the rest are just like three sentences. It gets, it gets darker and way more raw, but I'm not going to give that away right now. I'm broke. And uh, I need you to help Bobby pay child support and donate $5 a month to hear the really uh, shitty stuff. The shitty, listen, it's going to be entertaining. But I also break down like what I wish he wrote, what went wrong, like his responses, what worked, what didn't work, what I wrote, what worked, what didn't work. And uh, yeah, because it caused uh, some of them caused a big riff. We didn't talk for two weeks one time. So you can find that along with many other fun things on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Nikki Bond. I'm already uh, uncomfortable saying this out loud and asking you to join and donate. I, my, if I was an ostrich, my head would be in the ground right now and let's move on real fast. Okay. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? There was a couple other things I wanted to address. Oh, so I left, uh, My dad with Matt for the night, my boyfriend, because I had to go to work and I came back and Matt was like, We've been watching shows on aliens for five hours straight. My dad is obsessed with alien shows, not X-Files, like ancient aliens, all those YouTube videos about the government hiding aliens, you know, the ones where it's like, Oh, there's an alien spaceship in the air. Like when he got here. We watched Ancient Aliens, the episode about the moon being hollowed. That's his MO. This is his, this is him. Maybe he's an alien. Maybe he is an alien, honestly. Now that I think about it. I mean, you know what he is, which I actually haven't talked about too much. And he gave away last episode a little bit when he said, one thing I could teach you is to ride a unicycle. He's a circus kid. My grandparents were in the circus. Full on. Like he lived in Florida when they were done in the circus. And his family and his cousins would still be on the road in the circus and then show up on his front door and like with monkeys and elephants and like full on circus fam. We'll get into it later on, but I can't believe I haven't brought that up until now. That's a very important fact. My grandpa was an acrobat and juggled, I believe, and obviously rode the unicycle. It's my dad so my dad knows, and then my grandma would do a headstand on a motorcycle and go across the tightrope wire. That was her, her thing. It's wild. So now you know a little bit more. Uh, maybe that'll explain more the strangeness that comes out in this podcast. I'm still reflecting on this. I guess because I always knew it, I was like, whatever. And then people's reaction when I tell them recently are like, um, what? So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I have a therapy appointment tomorrow, and we'll see how that goes. So this episode, we go into nature, we take the pod on a hike. Uh, there's a lot of distractions when you go on a hike, especially when you have a dad who's basically a 12-year-old ADD child, um, but I think, I think that it goes pretty well, except for the fact that like, His mic etiquette isn't always the best and he's chewing Bubblicious, but I tried to take as much gum out as I mentioned. And if you are sensitive to the chewing, I'm so sorry. Please bear with us. Please just go through the pain with me. Okay. Nature brings out the spiritual side, meaning that uh, we aren't talking ancient aliens, but we are definitely talking other forms of out there-ness.
1: Oh my god, I just had an epiphany. <laughs> what? That's not funny, man. This is serious. <laughs> okay. You don't know me. No. No, I don't know you. I mean, you know me in a, se- in a very superficial sense, but the only way you could really know me is to be you know, if we had lived together for eighteen years,
0: yeah, that's know. that's what I've been trying to get through. That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah,
0: you just realized that now.
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> I did.
0: <laughs> what what made <laughs> what made you realize that?
1: I I I farted in the car. Okay. And, wait 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 uh, no seriously. Oh, okay. And it was a, it was a quiet one. You know how you got to like. Lean against <laughs> one cheek and just, yeah, I was worried it was gonna smell uh-huh, but we can, how can how can i get how can you get to know me? you'll never be able to get to know me like you would have if if we had lived together,
0: yeah, I know that's why we have to like that's why I'm saying out of all those eighteen years we gotta like let's try and make up for it
1: yeah, but we'll you'll we'll never be able to Make it up You realize that Right Yeah I fully. do
0: Yeah We'll never be able To make it up fully But
1: This process Is You won't be able To ever Capture 18 years That didn't exist Through this You might get to tell me more But
0: Yeah but that, That's why you have to Be open To telling me Stories that you Don't want to tell me mm-hmm. And things That will get me To get to know you uh-huh. And That's what Fathers do that's a lesson. You got to you got to put yourself on the line and tell me things that maybe would have come out over those 18 years and do activities that we would have done. Okay. Okay. So today we I, I remember
1: want... one activity we did. Okay, what was this the activity? This is a cringer, man. This oh, it's r- a cringer. Another yeah. cringer. what, what was you. it? With you.
0: Oh, what was it?
1: We went to a, an amusement park. Yeah. And w- We were going to go on all the roller coasters. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. And on the third roller coaster, you weren't strapped in. I
0: was strapped in, but I was so tiny.
1: Tiny. And it was scary, and I caught you.
0: Yeah, I I slipped out of the seat. I remember that. That was so scary. It was
1: like a split second later, you'd have flown out.
0: Yeah. I'm still actually afraid to go on that roller coaster.
1: That was, the, the first two Wonderland. weren't too bad. I mean, the first two weren't bad, but the third one, that's when I got freaked. And I, I, yeah,
0: the, the scarier ones were actually the ones that were easier to go on, and then the ones that, the, the wooden shitty one, old one, yeah.
1: You were too small, and I lost my glasses. Remember you that? did
0: lose your glasses. Would you rather have lost your glasses, or me?
1: Lose my glasses. <laughs> It took but it was—it like was just—it was—it was, such, it was, it was just answer. a split second uh-huh. of catching you. You know, it was like ripping around this corner. Then it went way up, and then it turned around. No, I don't need those. And then you were sliding out of the seat, and I grabbed you. It was, and I think about that, like God,
0: God, oh yeah, what would you have done?
1: Well, you would have been you would dead. Have, Yeah, for sure.
0: That would have been like the biggest cringer. Huh? That's like the ultimate cringer.
1: Yeah, it was like it was such a close call. Yeah. That scares me. That that cringes me. Like, oh my god. Yeah. I almost lost my daughter, and I caught you just in time. Well. And that was such a stupid thing. You did.
0: You lost me. Then you then you went away to Florida. Yeah. And you lost and you lost
1: me. Yeah. Yeah. I abandoned you. (laughs)
0: <laughs> You'll, abandon me.
1: But, You'll abandon me You know what pissed me off is They shouldn't have let you on that ride Yeah they shouldn't have let me on
0: I mean but if you think about like who's running it It's like it is teenagers They don't give a fuck if I die Right Okay so with all that being said I think you're kind of starting to get the concept Of what I'm trying to do I'm half trying to teach you how to be a father And I'm also half trying to get you to understand This fucking concept
1: so, out I have of to hold l- this mic through the whole Hike.
0: Wait, don't say that we're on a hike yet, because we have to set up that we're going to go on a hike.
1: You want to go on a hike?
0: Wait, just give <laughs> <a bucket>. second. <laughs> oh my god! I just have to teach him how how a podcast works. Okay, so out of all those things, what uh, now that you kind of understand that you got to make up for the eighteen years and what you can and cannot say and things you should and should do and annoying things that fathers had to do, what out of the list that we read? do you want to do today?
1: Um, Let me think. Can, can we go on a hike? Do you do, you do hikes here? Yeah. Oh, I'll... Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 I just almost fell on my ass.
0: <laughs> Guys, we're, <sighs> we're on a walk right now. We, we took it to the streets, and he just <laughs> stepped in a bottle. <laughs> Okay, yeah, we can you wanna go on a hike? That's it that's considered an activity. That's considered like the week like their the kid would be off of school for the weekend and then the dad would say, Oh, today let's do this activity. We'll go on a hike. You wanna say, Hey, hey daughter.
1: Hey daughter, you wanna yeah, go dad? on a hike?
0: Wow, I've always wanted to say that. Um Yeah, I'll go on a hike.
1: Oh awesome. I can't wait.
0: Let's go. Oh, f-
1: I just can't, I've, I've wanted to do this all my life with you.
0: <laughs> you wanted to go on a hike your uh, whole life with me? Yeah. Okay, hold on. I have to put things in the backpack. Will you hold the podcast stuff? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, hold are you, that. Are we still re- recording? We're recording, yeah. I'm going to put my water bottle, I'm going to take a sip of water. Okay. You should have told me to hydrate, I think, before we start. You should have been like, do you have sunscreen? You didn't even ask me if I have sunscreen on.
1: Uh, uh, That's ridiculous (laughs) That's like asking say, Make sure you take your toilet paper And wipe your ass I'm not going to do that And if you got one hanging Shake your (laughs) butt Do you have sunscreen? You need to get sunscreen (laughs) I have it on my face Because I had
0: to raise myself Oh thank god but you should have gone. Hey, you know what? You know what, Nikki? You don't need to bring a thing of water. I'll okay, I'll bring us water because I'm the first dad. First of all,
1: let me tell you about sunscreen. Oh. I don't wear a sunscreen. Okay. And in twenty years, they're gonna say it's the worst thing you could have put on your skin. You know
0: what I'm saying? Okay. So is this your lesson for me on the first lesson of the hike? Is not to wear sunscreen. Well, should I not wear sunscreen? I wouldn't. How come?
1: Because of the chemicals in the sunscreen.
0: I agree with that. The chemicals do scare me. Yeah. But I don't want wrinkles, Dad.
1: Wrinkles? Yeah. What are you talking about?
0: How? If I get wrinkles, nobody's going to want to be with me. (laughs) Now you have to teach me (laughs) self-confidence.
1: On this side. You're not going to get wrinkles, and if you get wrinkles, they have a new procedure for collagen injection.
0: Oh, you think I should get, are you teaching me to get Botox, Dad?
1: No, 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 no.
0: What are you teaching me?
1: Collagen. That
0: That is, that's that's a Botox, is it not? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. What is it?
1: (laughs) It's some kind of laser that they do that activates the collagen under the skin.
0: Would you pay for me to get that? Because I can't afford it. I can't either. I feel like you're lying.
1: That I can't afford it?
0: Yeah. (laughs) What do you think? Really? (laughs) Okay, so here's the thing. A couple things that you should have done if I was 10. (laughs) (laughs) You should have gone, hey, do you have sunscreen on? You should have gone. Do you have your inhaler?
1: Okay. Do you have sunscreen on? Yes. Do you have, a, do you have your inhaler? No. You don't really? I don't really. How do you feel? I'm scared. What
0: are you going to do, Dad? Will you go down and get it for me?
1: Sure. <laughs> Is it in your car? Yeah. You'll be fine.
0: <laughs> All right, we're still going, guys, and we will see. Did you just burp into the microphone? What's that?
1: (laughs) Can you pick up the pace a little bit? (laughs)
0: Can you pick up your feet anymore? You're literally marching up a hill right now. He's lifting his feet like he's marching.
1: I'm working on my quads.
0: They're looking okay. Okay. Another thing, you you could have been like, oh, I have, uh, I'll carry
1: the backpack. I have another epiphany. What is that? I have no fucking idea how to be a dad.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, it's
1: just, there's so much involvement. <laughs> yeah. It's so involved. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's so many things that
0: shoulda, coulda, woulda. <laughs> no, no, it's not shoulda, coulda, woulda, it's you
1: have okay, to. Okay, you want me to carry your backpack? Yeah, <laughs> yes. What?
0: What? What do you mean what? Yeah. Okay. Okay, are you going to take it? Sure. Okay, here you go.
1: It's not heavy. Okay.
0: How does that feel? Let
1: me you make did sure. it. Let's make sure you tie your your, your, <laughs> your shoes. <laughs>
0: My shoes look okay. Okay. Step one, Dad. How does it feel?
1: It feels really good. Do you have sunscreen?
0: Yeah, it's on my face.
1: Eyeglasses, check. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's hit it.
0: Let's hit it. Okay.
1: Can you keep up?
0: Okay, sorry. Well, maybe I can't keep up, and that's why you got to... Sometimes you got to slow down and wait for...
1: Do you want me to carry you?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Do you really? No.
1: That'd be really good exercise.
0: Well, maybe if something happens, you'll have to. It's fine. Okay. See, it's okay to be a dad, right? Yeah. What else are you realizing? What the hell is that? That's a mole hole.
1: A mole hole? Yeah. What's a mole hole?
0: Like where moles come out of. You know the animal moles? No, I don't. You don't know what a mole is? No. It's like a larger mouse. Oh. Didn't you ever watch Winnie the Pooh? See, so yeah, you never had to watch Winnie the Pooh because I you didn't Winnie have to watch Pooh. cartoons with me. <laughs> you watch Winnie the Pooh. One of the things I do remember that you, the dad, the my favorite memories are, because you just said how it's hard to be a dad. Yeah. And it involves a lot of involvement, you said. Yes. And what else do you think? What else did you say?
1: I forgot. You have
0: to pay attention a lot. Yeah. You have to think about the other person. That's why I'm challenging you and pretending that I'm a child. Because then you learn how to think about the other person. But I do remember when I was a kid and how you dealt with.
1: Is this before I abandoned you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
0: This is before you abandoned me. This was, this was, <laughs> this was, this <laughs> um, this was when, this was my lucky nine years of life. I was, I was, re- I was like, I remember I was like seven or something. Yeah. Do you remember that? Oh man, it's so hard to talk going up the hill. Um, you, <laughs> there were two times that I was very upset that I think I cried in front of you. Very upset. Do you wait, wait. <laughs> Do you remember one of these times? Yes. What well, was one of them?
1: It was horrible. Cringer. <laughs> it's total regret. What was it? Total oblivious to. <laughs> what was it? I came up to visit you. Oh. And uh, I asked Rob DeSubs to come over to play a piano. Yeah. And you got upset. You started crying.
0: Oh, I. Don't remember that. Oh, good. You, you were vis- Were you visiting? Whoa! Oh my god! <laughs> I don't
1: think that we Maybe I should take my shoes off.
0: If you fall, we're fucked. Let's get to the safer part. Give me your mic. Okay, so my favorite memory about. Okay, two, two memories. Because here's the thing with us. Like, yeah, you were around for a bit, and then in and out within the years. Right. Um. So it's not like. You were fully gone from birth. So I do have like memories and experiences with you, but they're perfect examples of like <laughs> dad, a dad like not knowing what to do when when the kid cries.
1: Oh, God. So yeah.
0: you already remember that one thing about when you invited the guy. How old was I? Sounds like I was older and I cried.
1: You were 17.
0: Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> really? No, <only> <laughs> was I in high school?
1: No. you were, It was 2000. It was
0: 1995. 1995. Okay. 11. Why'd you, and you invited him over to play piano and I Because I was a
1: dick. Yeah. I, I didn't have the ability to realize I shouldn't have done that. It was one of those things like, why the fuck did I do that? What was I thinking? You know, I was there to spend time with you. And I was wanted him to play on a track for an wow. hour and then spend more time with you, but it upset you so badly, and I felt terrible. And I still feel bad about it.
0: I'm surprised I cried in front of you because I never wanted to cry in front of you. You know something? Did I cry <laughs> to your day, go home, and my mom? No, it was at your house. My mom.
1: It was at your house.
0: Oh, it was at my house? Yeah. Oh, was that when you were taking care of me while my mom was away? Yes. My favorite memory from that...
1: You have is, a favorite memory of that? Yeah. Oh, is. that's awesome.
0: I got to... Whoa! <laughs> <I> almost <fell. laughs> We've almost fallen like six times. Um, okay, so I have a couple memories from when you stayed with me then. I remember going to Grandma's for dinner. Uh-huh. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. Um, she was always on your side, Grandma. She was? Yeah. Um. And close to your side? no she just was always like she liked you i think she like was like oh he's trying and i was like no he's not no and then um and then i just remember you were like i really have to go to the bathroom and then we got to the house and then you're like get out the key and i was like oh no i don't know where it is and you were like the call i gotta i gotta pee my pants i really am and you were like squatting and crossing your legs i was like and i was dying laughing <laughs> and i just wouldn't open the door for you and i made you suffer
1: there you go
0: <laughs> um okay but i do there's two times that i remember you made me cry and your way of dealing with it if if you had been I, around I remember going, don't cry don't cry <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you remember do you remember what another one of them was when I was a kid?
1: No so I- I'll probably remember it.
0: Okay, it's so this is like the epitome of a man trying to be a father but like not sure like had never dealt with kids before. Right And it's like very charming and endearing, but so stupid. So one of them was I was at your house and like I was such a frail kid, so you probably thought you're gonna kill me all the time. Um, stop chewing your gum. Um, and I was, I was in your basement and it was the house with the, that had the dogs, the two golden retrievers, the woman lived above you.
1: Oh yeah. Coralie.
0: Yeah. Were you hooking up with that woman? Huh? Were you hooking up with that woman?
1: No. Don't lie. No, I wasn't.
0: Just checking. Um, no, What?
1: she was trying to, no.
0: Yeah. She was trying to fuck.
1: Yeah. No, I didn't. Didn't even go there. But she tried to. She did, yeah. I
0: just feel like as I gotten older, I've realized like all these men that were living in the basements. Ooh, look at the squirrels fighting. Um, were effing their uh, landlords that lived above. I feel like there's a trend of like all these single women, because I've talked to other people whose dads lived in basement. Ap- Matt, his dad lived in a basement apartment, and he was banging the woman who owned the house.
1: No, that didn't happen. Okay.
0: Anyways, I I like you had we were drawing, or like you had your shit everywhere and including that's when you smoked and I sat and you you were draw you were writing something and you poked me with a pen do you remember this
1: on purpose no
0: by accident like uh-huh. you were and I thought it was your cigarette and I was like ow and it felt like a burn and it ended up being one of those like sharp needlepoint pens uh-huh. and then you were like oh and I was like oh you're like oh my god I'm so sorry. did I burn you and I was like no and then we realized it was the pen and you could see, and then you go, oh, my God. And there was, like, pen in my leg, like, ink. And you're like, oh, no, you have ink poisoning. Right. And then you went, here, look. And then you took the pen and you jabbed it into your thigh.
1: Did you did you equate that to love?
0: Um, I don't think I did. I think I was just confused. I was like, oh, let me hold on. Let me think back to how I felt about that. It, it I didn't equate it to love. No, no, I did not equate it. I, I think I was like, that was a bit stupid. Like, why would you do? Why would you? If one person gets hurt, the other person shouldn't be hurt because who, how can we help each other? You know what?
1: <laughs> you do the best you can.
0: Yeah, that was your way. And then the other thing was when you, uh, um, we went to Lick's Burger and you, I got a balloon and you went, look at this. And you took the balloon. And you just let it go. And it just went into the sky. And then I started crying. And you were like, oh, no. Oh, no. I just, I just wanted you to see it go in the sky. I remember and, that. You remember that? Yeah. And do you remember what you did to make up for it when I was crying?
1: Uh, I, I will remember it when you tell me.
0: You took me to the pet store. I bought a parrot. <laughs> you bought me a lovebird. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's what you did. You bought me a lovebird. I I got a balloon. It got taken, and then I got a lovebird, and then you were stuck with the lovebird for a long time.
1: You want to hear the end of that story? Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna mention names. Okay. Okay.
0: But I know. Yeah.
1: I gave it to my girlfriend's mother. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She had a dog too. Oh no. Okay. That was. Okay. This is in 19 early 90s, right? Okay. So, about four years ago, four years ago, four or five years ago,
0: uh-huh, right now, four or five years ago from yeah, now, yeah. okay,
1: yeah, I believe so, maybe i I don't know may it was pretty recent, like within the last eight years, okay, that person that got the bird, yeah, she had a dog, yeah when those when the bird died, yeah. She put it in the freezer. Okay. And when the dog died, she put it in the freezer. No, ew, what? And the co- cops came. No. And they found the bird and the dog frozen. In Shut her... the
0: fuck up.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Why
0: the fuck did she freeze it?
1: She's had... She's you had know some... what?
0: I think I remember you telling me that she froze it. Whoa! Wasn't she, like, using the feathers for something? No. Was she a witch? No. That's disgusting. I know, man. I thought you were gonna tell me that the bird lived till four years ago.
1: No, that'd be weird. Well, there's a lot of talent here. <laughs>
0: what? You, how can you tell she's talented?
1: Oh, shit. Um, talent means, babe. In- Dad, she was like. 18. I realize. I just realized that's not appropriate for a father-daughter relationship. That this- is not i know i know i know i apologize sorry it's totally <laughs> that... inappropriate also like just inappropriate she was it so just came young... out it just yeah, came she's out she's younger than me but I, I i know it's totally inappropriate she wasn't talented at all no talent oh my god she, she wasn't talented
0: the only point I'll give you on that one is that you realize that it was inappropriate for a father daughter for you to tell me that somebody like ten years younger than me is
1: a babe. I just barfed in my mouth. Now there's a difference between saying, "Wow, she's a babe," but I just I was. I
0: you just, went. All what?
1: I said was, "Wow, there's a lot of talent here." That is
0: not how you said <laughs> it. You said- no, it's not how you said it. You slyly said to yourself in uh, on the pod wow, there's a lot of talent here. And then I thought you meant that she was talented because, like, she was running up a hill so she must be, like, a singer or a dancer and we could hear her music. And I was very confused. I was like, how did you know that she was talented? I don't even know she's talented. It and was, you meant that she's
1: hot. Yeah, that's all, that's all. It was totally wrong. I mean, this is going to be another cringer in my future.
0: Oh, this is going to be a big cringer in your future. See, that's, that's the thing is that you're not, like... Oh, it's just so hard with men, and you think fucking twenty year olds are hot. Oh my god! Listen, what?
1: It's just nature, man.
0: No, it's not. Oh my god!
1: Inappropriate.
0: I remember. Do you remember doing going to the skating rink, and then there was the skating teacher was hot, and then you used me as a pawn to flirt with the skating instructor?
1: No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this though. Yeah. This is nothing to do with what we were talking about. As you do change you the subject, do you remember us going to the park and me going downhill, standing up on the sled? <laughs> yes. Like, and they invented that. It became snowboarding. Snowboarding. I was snowboarding. Yes. Do you remember that? Yep. It was like ten years before snowboards came out. I and do. It was so much fun. Yeah. And then they invented it as a snowboard. It's true. Do you remember anything about the haunted house?
0: Uh, I don't remember. I just remember The Haunted House, you saying that people, you were, yeah, I remember you were the one that told me about it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: That's another episode. All right. That's an episode that people are going to think we're crazy. But we can explore The Haunted House.
1: Can your mom, can you in- interview your mom? Well, no, this
0: about is about you and I.
1: Oh, Okay.
0: Okay. If you are looking at the girls I'm in not. front of us, I'll fucking kill you. He is. This is this is not Hey. What are you looking at? Tattoos. Oh, okay. Yeah. That didn't look very good. Huh?
1: Yeah, I didn't like his. It's a lot of people oh, trying. I always have, I'm always trying to understand. Your generation's thing with the tattoo thing—I feel like your generation had tattoos. No, but not like this.
0: Do we have a lot of tattoos?
1: Oh my, yeah, everybody's got a tattoo. It's kind
0: of—it's hot though. I mean, that guy doesn't look hot because he has like Hold on. bad tattoos. Does it? Is it? Is it a big? Yeah, I guess my generation. Do you think more than the nine early nineties of like punk rock? You think that we have more tattoos? Yes. And what do you think is going to happen?
1: Well, biblically. Okay. If you go get into prophecy. Uh, all right. That's one of the signs of the end of this period of time. What? What are you talking about? I'm talking about revelations. What?
0: But what does a tattoo have to do with a revelation?
1: It says in the Bible. Mm
0: hmm. I've never read it.
1: I'm I'm just referencing it. I'm not saying it's... I
0: know. I'm just telling you, as someone you don't know, I've never read the Bible. Okay. Okay. That's okay. Okay.
1: When I was in high school, I was really into the Bible. And uh, there's a book called The Late Great Planet Earth. I think it's by Hal Lindsey. And he goes through every piece of the bible it talks about prophecy of the end of the world and watch out for certain signs oh and one of the signs was
0: tattoos yeah uh-huh no way tell me more
1: read the book you know no, what i did no 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 I, I don't know i bought want about 20 or 30 books and i'd go to lauderdale beach and had them out That's how obsessed I was with that.
0: Okay, can you tell me more? Because I'm not going to read it. I'll be honest, I'm not going to read a book. Difference between you and me, you read a ton, I read nothing.
1: Why do you think that is?
0: (sighs) Because you weren't around and I didn't have anybody to inspire me to read. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) Do you believe that? No, I don't know. My mom didn't, like, she read in bed, but like, I don't know.
1: Let me tell you something.
0: No, no, I want to go back to, okay, fine. What do you want to tell
1: me? My dad used to hound me about reading books. Must have been nice. And he's always like, Bobby, pick up a book and read it. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. Where never were you? read never read a book. Oh. Then in the ninth grade. Still very young. This doesn't seem like I read a book called John Paul Jones. I loved it. That was the first book I read. And then I didn't read for a long time. And I started reading when I was about 19. Oh. And the first book that was Jaws before the movie came out. Phenomenal book. Then I just started reading. So. But, but since I've been retired. Yeah. I can't read. Really? Yeah.
0: Why? Cause, cause your mind's maybe not busy enough to.
1: Um, what's the, I just can't focus on a book. Okay. But I saw the doctor. And the doctor said. No doctor.
0: Huh? is nothing I can say. Doctor, to relieve this bellyache, I said. Doc. Doctor, okay, so, yeah, so your dad said read a book, and my dad said
1: the Bible goes back
0: thousands of years. And oh no, there was water. He's bent
1: over. There's a lot of prophecy that is occurring now that it said would occur toward the end of the world. What else? I would have to get the book. Maybe I should get the book and...
0: Read it to me. Yeah. As one of the bedtime stories. Okay. Okay. So anyway... Uh Uh-huh.
1: Let's stop for a second. Okay. Just stop. Sit for a second. (laughs)
0: second. Oh, we're sitting down now. Yeah. If you sit down, you'll never get back up. Okay. Okay. Do you want to sit? I don't want you to die on the hike. I'm just getting to know you. Okay. So do you want to sit? I really... No. I feel like it will ruin the whole series if you don't make it up the hill.
1: Well, basically here's the deal.
0: You can we can take a minute.
1: Okay. I'm
0: gonna sit. Okay, sitting, we're never getting back up.
1: At a very young age, we're talking five, six years old. Yeah. I was contemplating. What the hell this is all about okay life what is it and I started searching and uh when I was about 15 a friend of mine Bob Shadeen uh oh no I went to New York and studied and uh, the maintenance guy his name was Job Classic. and he was a uh Oh gosh, what's the name of that religion where they knock on the doors? Jehovah's Witness. He was a Jehovah's Witness. And we played tennis every day. We, we'd go to the Riverside. I'm sorry, you as a student and the janitor? Uh, what do you call a guy that takes care of the building? The uh, janitor. No, he's not, was, uh, no, it was. Uh, so you were how old? Maintenance man. Maintenance man. And yeah. you were playing tennis. You were a
0: kid playing tennis
1: with a maintenance man? No, I was about, I was about eight, 17. Sixteen, seventeen. He didn't touch you or anything, did he? No, this was 1971. Okay. That no, he was married. People were no, touching then. No, no. Just checking. Yeah. All that stuff wasn't coming out. No. Anyway, he really <laughs> intrigued me because in 1971, he proved to me that the earth was going to end in 1976. And then it never ended. It never ended. I waited. No fucking way. And he showed it to me in the Bible and the math and all that stuff. He says, 1976, the world's going to end. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. You know? So I go back home and Bob Shadeen turned me on to the Bible. Yeah. And then I gave my life to Jesus Christ. Who is Bob Shadeen? He was a, One of my friends, he was an acquaintance of mine. Okay. We were kind of competition drummers. Yeah. There was Eddie Franz, Bob Shadeen, and me. And me and Bob Shadeen had the same drum teacher. So anyway, I got into the Bible. And I read it, went to Bible school, did all the whole deal, right? In the meantime, I was like convinced, like really believed it. And uh, at the same time... I hooked up with Jocko and...
0: Like you had sex with him? What? When kids... When people say hooked up, it sounds like, yeah, you got to be careful. There. There's something to learn. Hooked up means like people are banging. Oh, my God. You met Jocko. You became friends with Jocko. Just so you know. Oh, that's yeah. What, no, no. that well, means like I
1: fucked. No, no, Oh, no, did you no, hook no, up no, last no, night? No, I get it. I get it. All right. So, Jocko was into the Bible, too, and we were studying together, right? Yeah. I was going to his house every day. We were doing all kinds of stuff like trying to call UFOs, and uh, Randy Burson was involved too. But we got this gig with Iris Sullivan at a place called The Lion Share. And uh, on the breaks, I would go across the street and read the Bible. Wow. Yeah. And so one night, this dude comes in with, I think it was Michael Walden, who who's the producer, you know, Narada, Michael Walden, you know who that is? No, I don't know who that is. Okay. This dude comes in with a a book called The Urantia Book, The Urantia Papers, right? Yeah. So I'm in there with my Bible, and Jock opens up The Urantia Papers, and he starts reading it on the break. And let me tell you, when you have a belief system that is cemented in your brain, and somebody tries to change your mind... yeah. It's torture, absolutely huh. torture. Jocko was very, a very, pers- well, he was a genius on in everything. He drew; he was just a genius all around. But he read the Urantia papers, and it took him about six months to convert me to start reading the Urantia papers, right? And. Me and him got into the Urantia Papers, like big time, like studying it. I was studying the Urantia Papers three hours a day, taking notes. And the Urantia wow. Papers, what really hooked Jocko was the author. It says author. Huh. Okay. Unknown. Right? Now, the Urantia Papers describes everything. And I so... Um,
0: Sorry, can we stand up and walk? Because I just realized there's, like, ticks in this forest. Oh. Okay, thanks.
1: Okay. So, anyway. Yeah, go on. The
0: ranch papers. We're almost there, anyways. The ranch papers describe everything.
1: Yeah, so we got into that. Can you
0: give me an idea of, like, what's everything?
1: Okay. The amount of inhabited planets in all the universes. Oh, how many? Millions. Okay. On the evolutionary plane, guess where we are (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> pothole, pothole. <laughs> eh, 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 <laughs> pothole. Anyway. <laughs> where was I?
0: Where we are?
1: Where are we? Earth. Cool. Oh yeah. What?
0: That's what? That's what you learned from the ranch Papers? Things I already knew?
1: No. Okay. The Earth. Yes. Is only as far as evolution goes, as far as our capacity to grasp r- reality. Yeah. We're 643rd from the bottom. Whoa. Of, yeah, we're way down there.
0: To grasp reality.
1: Yeah. You
0: know what's cool though? I like that there's a reality to grasp. Well, actually,
1: <clears throat> science can't even quantify what consciousness is. I mean, you know what I mean? It's so evasive. But there's another story. Okay. I need to stop to tell you because this is a really important story.
0: Okay, we're almost at the top.
1: Okay. If I forget. Yes. It has to do with me driving home. Yes. From New York City, 1978. Drove straight through. And had a... I experienced... Enlightenment for three minutes. Okay. Yeah.
0: You can, I feel like you're okay to tell it. You're doing okay.
1: I'm having I'm, I'm, I'm depressed. All right. Um, so, I don't want to tell it like I'm That's dying. Fine. dying or something. I mean, <laughs> I got one truth. What's that? One of many.
0: Oh, in your enlightenment. No, no.
1: It's pretty obvious, this one. What's that? We don't get out of this alive.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is that your opener for your stand-up bit?
1: What stand-up bit?
0: Careful of this Eh, eh. (laughs) pothole. Ditch. That's a
1: bit. Ditch. Yeah. That's an
0: earthquake right there. No shit. No, it's water. It's from water. We're almost there. Cool. How did the Urantia Papers, like, was it that they were, like, so it was very far off from what the Bible said?
1: Uh, pretty much, except for the second half.
0: Oh, it's all good.
1: The second half is all about the life of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And it has a whole different take on it than the Bible.
0: So, because you, so do you, but you still read the Bible, so it's like, What do you believe, the Urantia Papers or the Bible?
1: Or both? Wow, it's really... Wow, this is... I need to stop to talk about this.
0: We're we're almost, we're like 10, 20 steps away.
1: Okay. Okay. I had no problem getting up and walking. I don't
0: think uh, I thought you did. Huh? I don't think you did have a problem getting up and walking.
1: So if I tell you these stories, I'd like to be sitting down. Oh. Okay.
0: Okay. So you had an epiphany.
1: Well, there's a lot here. There's a lot of information.
0: All right. Well, remember that, like, some, like, we're doing a podcast, you know, so like. Yeah.
1: But I'm sure a lot of people don't know about some stuff. Okay. Also, I have to go to work later. Okay, cool. Okay. You have to leave at three? I have to, I have
0: to, like, yeah, around then. It's quarter to two. I know, but I have to shower and stuff.
1: Okay. Okay, where were we?
0: You had an epiphany driving home from New York.
1: Yes. I had to, I had this overwhelming feeling that I had to pull over. And I pulled over on the Turnpike, the Florida Turnpike, um, around Palm Beach area. And I had a glimpse of true reality. And there were three things I took away from it. Love and truth are the same. And love is a potential. Do you know what that means? No. Okay. You love your mom and Matt in two different ways. Love is a potential, meaning that the higher evolved you get, the more you can experience a higher level of love. Does
0: that okay. Make sense?
1: Yes. It's intense. I mean, okay. Words are totally inadequate to describe what I felt. Also, I saw everything as one thing.
0: Okay. Sorry to interrupt, but you're just kind of like pushing on me a little bit. But oh, I'm sorry. Fa- Thank you. Okay. Go on. Like you were leaning, on, I was falling over.
1: Um. Everything is one thing, all the grass, the everything human beings, everything is just was just completely one thing. and it was such an overwhelming experience that I was just like freaked, and that really changed my my path. What do you mean by
0: everything is one thing? and when you get to the higher level, uh look at, there's a panty liner there. A what? A panty liner. Oh, that's cool. Um, what <laughs> do you mean that if you get to one... Like, if you get to higher levels and you love more, so then you can love more th- than you already love?
1: Absolutely. It's a potential. It goes on for infinity. The potential of love. Light. Light, truth, and love. That's what I experienced. But it was only a glimpse. Everything was a potential. Do you understand? In other words... The analogy would be, you know, a piece of chicken and celery and broth is a potential chicken soup. Right. Right? So it's that kind of thing. And uh, it blew me away. Okay. Then
0: what would be the potential for what you're saying, like with love?
1: Pure Enlightenment. It's beyond my grasp. We only have five senses. What would be
0: the chicken and the celery and the broth? Like, what would be the chicken?
1: It's just a metaphor. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I can't put it into words. It's like trying to describe what it is to experience anything that's joyful in life. You have to experience it because words are so limited. You know what I mean? Now, here's the deal. In 1995, 94, I started reading the Bible from the beginning, right? Yeah. I just forced myself to read two pages every day. It took a long time. How long? About a year. Okay. A year and a half. I don't know. And it was just so horrific. The Old Testament. I just, but I kept reading. and kept reading, and I felt a shift in my consciousness while I was reading it. Even though I disagreed with it, right? This is in yeah. 1994. Okay. Okay. Ten years later, in 2006. Yeah, 2006. I get the call for Lion King, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of percussion and stuff. I had no percussion instruments like congas and all that shit so david nizri who's who's jewish and from israel somebody told me i rented all his percussion instruments to practice so i go to his house and his house is covered in religious scriptures and stuff from israel right and we talked for eight hours and memory you know there's selective memory he might say it was two hours but I perceive it to be six hours or eight hours. And and he turned me on to the Kabbalah, okay? Now the Kabbalah, I didn't get really deep into it, but I did feel it. The Kabbalah, There are 72 figures of God in the Jewish faith, and they're all Jewish symbols, Hebrew symbols, but they don't mean anything, they're just figures, right? And that figure has a certain amount of energy of a certain kind of frequency. Do you understand? Yes. So if you stare at that every day, and I was getting a figure every day in the email, right? So I would look at it and study it. So that explained to me that just by reading the Old Testament, even though you don't believe it, those figures or the words have power that affect your consciousness. That's why I wanted you and Matt to see The Secret of Water, because it proves that thought can manifest itself in the physical realm.
0: Okay, then we'll watch uh, The Secret of Water. But here's the deal. Hmm.
1: I watched The Secret of Water. Bob Bobbing's turned me on to that.
0: Wait, can I be honest? Yeah. I kind of zoned out a lot from what you were saying. It's okay. It was a lot of information. I know. So if you're about to go and tell me the secret of water. No, no, no. no. I don't think I can handle it.
1: No, it's okay. Okay. I don't want you, look, the secret of water, I watched the secret of water at the correct time in my life. Okay? So I don't want you to force you to see anything. You'll probably be bored to death.
0: I don't think I'd be bored to death, but be,
1: it's pretty boring. But this is like, really interesting stuff.
0: Yeah, it's just it's just uh, you went on like a bit of a religious tan- tangent where we went from A to F to like it was it was. in I'm sure that people really paying attention got it, but for me, I was just like, okay, now we're over here, and now we're over there, and
1: well, edit. That's okay. It's all in the editing. Well, cut it. I
0: might keep some it stuff. in. It I just out. had to be like, I I've now zoned out.
1: It's okay. It's okay.
0: I want to understand it. It's
1: okay. It's okay. You can't fill in a gallon into a quart. I let you down. You could. You'll be. Listen. Let me, let me explain something to you. Everything I said in the last ten minutes mm-hmm. took years. We're talking fifteen years. True. So there's no way you're gonna understand it. I just put it all in ten minutes. There's no way. You know.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so should we go down the hill now? Let's go down the hill. Okay. Whoa! <laughs> Activity number one, complete success. I mean, we fell about six times, but it still felt like... We did it we got up the hill we got down the hill that's what we did and we recorded that getting through one episode is a success to me i realize my dad definitely struggles with not putting himself first you know he i have some videos i'm going to put on patreon and uh youtube and stuff about him just like putting the backpack on and just going see you later and then I called him out and yeah, he turned around and made sure I, I had my sunglasses on, which is always an important thing to have. Is it? I don't know. My favorite is when he said, there are three things I know. One of them is we don't come out of this alive. It's deep, some deep shit. What I do want to talk about though, is my dad brought up Jocko. He's talking about Jocko Pistorius, who was a famous American jazz bassist and a member of the weather report. He was a very influential jazz musician, especially to bass players. He's an icon. He's like the Jimi Hendrix of bass. Uh, I know Flea's a huge fan. (laughs) Such a weird reference, but like... That's like the only famous bass player I know besides Jocko is Flea and Flea and like a bunch of other guys did a documentary on him. He's, he's like a badass and he had a huge impact on my dad's career. They were like best friends. They lived in Miami together. They came up together. He's played on a bunch of albums. Like he, Jocko got my dad in with Herbie Hancock and they all played on an album. So this guy, man, ladies, hot, crazy guy, but so hot. Anyways, his stories with Jocko are fucking awesome. I'm going to try to get them out of him. But what I'm actually going to do is bring my friend on who's a bass player and a musician, producer, Tyler. And Tyler's the one who, oh, there go the birds. Like recording at your place, helicopters and birds. It's like, can we just hold off till I'm done? That's an only child right there. So anyways, oh, somebody closed a garbage lid. Okay, we're going to keep going. Um, So anyways, Tyler was the reason that I learned about my dad because Tyler read Jocko's biography and then said, hey, I read about your dad. And then I called my dad and then I read about my dad. And that's the first time I really understood who he was or had more of an insight into his life. My dad will, if we haven't already, I'm sure we have, but if we haven't already told this story, my dad will when we talk to Tyler. The skating thing came up again. The guy loves talking about the skating story. And all I remember is how pretty the girl was and how he commented after, wow, well, she was hot. And I was like, you just got her to teach me because she was hot. Oh yeah. Well, maybe this is why I'm like jealous of hot women. I mean, are we all, but like, this is so fucked up to say, but maybe I'm jealous because when a hot woman was around, my dad paid more attention to them than he did me. This is fucked. I literally just realized this now and it's pretty fucked up to say, but I'm going to leave it in there because that's what this podcast is about. You want to hear more fucked up shit? Just a reminder, you can go to Patreon.com slash Nikki Bond. I really make it sound dark. It's not dark. It's like some of it is really funny. So you can do that. If you have any questions for us, want advice, we are not a licensed therapist, clearly. But if you do want advice, uh, you can email me at wodadpodcast at gmail.com or message me on Patreon or follow me on Instagram, Nikki Bond, and DM me. And uh, yeah, if you have questions for us, you have questions or you have an idea of like what we should ask each other or what we were thinking, any sort of communication, reach out. We're here. I'm here. My dad's not here. I'm going to be honest. Dad's not here. I also just want to give a quick little shout out to Matt Meyer, who does my sound mixing and all that taking out of huffing and puffing that happened on this episode. Now, listen, I know that there was still some huffing and puffing, but it was way worse. And if you stuck through this episode, thank you for your patience. I promise the other episodes aren't like this, but we went on a hike. We took it. I won't ever do that again because editing it was insane. So if you're a podcaster and you need somebody to take annoying sounds like that out, this guy fucking killed it okay so this is my favorite Bobby bit this took place right after the hike we got into the car and I'm thirsty just know that when he pulls out his bottle of water it's a 1.5 liter bottle okay just to give you an idea thought everything had gone really well I was like okay you didn't think about me at first but you did by the end until we got into the car I'm so thirsty oh oh no I'm okay thank you I, I'm run down I don't want to get you sick
1: and I wasn't gonna give you my water I, I, you just reminded me that I was thirsty what yeah thank you my mm. water's good dad where's your water
0: that's my water is gone <clears throat> and lesson 101 you would be like, "Oh, you're thirsty. Here, have some of my water." And then you would go, "Oh, no, I don't want to get It doesn't matter if you get me sick or. That can be your water now."
1: Oh. <laughs>